Thank you for tuning in. We'll get to your program right after this short word from our sponsor. At Mosaic Business Consulting, we understand that every business is like a complex mosaic of glass pieces. And we specialize in putting those pieces of a business together to create a seamless and efficient operation of your business. I'm Laura Wagenknecht, and we believe in the unique mosaic of our clients' visions, goals, and dreams. Let us be your partner in crafting a brighter future for your business. We have courses in the Growth Accelerator Masterclass Series and business planning starting soon. Register for a course today. Good morning. I'm your host, Laura Wagenknecht, president and owner of Mosaic Business Consulting, and you're listening to The Mosaic Life with Laura W. A mosaic is a bunch of pieces that, when put together, make up the whole in a really beautiful way. This show plans to discuss the various pieces of a business throughout different industries and how these pieces, when put together, can help develop a better, more efficient, and effective running of your business. To reach me, contact bizradio.us. Today, my guest is none other than Dr. Catherine Locke, but she's not your average physician, so keep your ears peeled on this one. She's a board-certified family medicine physician who is disrupting the primary care industry with her direct primary care clinic, River Rock Clinic, near Asheville, North Carolina. After completing her residency in Maine, yeah, I said that, Maine, not like, you know, North North Carolina, instead of taking the safe bet of a cushy $200,000 a year job, Dr. Locke decided to take the leap of entrepreneurial faith and open her own clinic where she could practice medicine in alignment with her values, which include actually listening to her patients. I know, a foreign concept. She uses holistic medicine and provides exceptional primary health care to those who otherwise cannot access it. Too often, the LGBTQIA plus people of color, or people struggling with mental health issues are excluded from healthcare that is sensitive to their needs and challenges. She aims to change just that. So I'd really love to welcome you, Dr. Catherine, to the show. Thank you so much, Laura. It's a pleasure to be here. Oh, it's fantastic to have you. And I'd really just love to to talk to you about that huge decision you made to not go in with other primary care um hospitals or clinics and do the typical route that most people choose as primary care physicians. Right. So when I graduated residency, I could have taken a high paying job if it was in the middle of South Dakota, you know, even more than (laughs) 200,000. But like many entrepreneurs in so many different industries, I wanted to be better at what I did. I wanted to be a better physician. And so I took the leap of, of faith. And that's really what it is because I was tired of, of not spending time with patients, of just kind of burning through them and giving a pill for every disease and referring them mm. out for surgery. Surgery should be the last option. Mm. And what was missing was time, time with a patient and the patient had to have time with me to get to the root of their disease. So thus was born River Rock Clinic. That's fantastic. And when you talk about the the journey of making that decision, um, it you know you mentioned your values, and I'd really like to explore that a little bit because I know that that speaks to part of that holistic piece that you're really interested in. 
And so if you could ch chat, mm, chat with us and discuss with us what your thoughts are about how your values influenced your decision to become an entrepreneur, I'd really appreciate that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So my values, I mean, it was, it was during the three years of training that I found out my values because mm. I'm practicing every day against them. Right. So not enough time with patients, um, not being able to really listen to them. And I, I couldn't find a clinic that was aligned with my values, right? I have a lot, a lot more than just those. And so I decided to open up my own. And in my mind, once I became an entrepreneur, I would have freedom. I'd be in, a, in alignment with my values, which is integrity, right? Integrity is just mm. practices mm -hmm. being aligned with your values. I thought everything would go just splendidly. <laughs> <laughs> I thought easy peasy. Once once I have integrity, <laughs> once I have freedom, it will all go well. And the truth is that living with integrity does not make life easier. And I would argue it makes life harder because if 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 the world if it was easier, right, people would do it. People wouldn't be stuck in their in their mm. jobs. Everyone would be an entrepreneur. Everyone right. would be living out their values. But it's harder, and that is the journey I'm on. And in what ways is it harder? Because I sense that there's it's harder in the sense that we all have to look at ourselves and examine ourselves more deeply. But at the same time, it's easier because we're more aligned with ourselves and thus can be more genuine and authentic to the world. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's easier on maybe a spiritual, emotional level, right? Mm. I, I feel like us entrepreneurs, we just don't get as tired. We might be working more than we did when we were employed, but we don't get as tired because everything feels in alignment, right? But but there's there's cost to that. You know, in medicine we call it the golden handcuffs where where you could be having a job with, with health insurance, <laughs> fancy uh -huh. things like that. Um, so it is a trade-off and it's kind of this dilemma, right? I think of it like the entrepreneur's dilemma where you have a list of a hundred things you need to do, right? Um, from mm. finance to marketing to uh, finding your ideal client, but you, you don't, you don't have the time to do it. And, and, you you got into entrepreneurship because you wanted a better life, right? You wanted mm. to have your kids. You wanted to whatever, be in alignment like myself, just live life. Yet once mm -hmm. you get there, all of a sudden you get busier and then you can't live that life and be in alignment that you were there to, to pursue in the first place. So mm. there is that dilemma. Yeah, and it comes down to what what I love is deciding what the priority is for that day, for that week, for that month, and, and what those priorities need to, like what needs to happen versus what I want to have happen, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, oh, I've got a webinar coming up. Oh, that has to happen versus I'd really like to develop a webinar, right? <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. And, and that constant, not constant, that occasional realignment with your priorities, I think is really key to kind of solving that dilemma, right? Because you can even think of it from a health perspective as an entrepreneur, you have that list of a hundred things to do, right? And where does your, where does your health fit in there? And, and your health goals, um, 
they might be different. You might have to reprioritize. Maybe in the past, uh, you could exercise every day, but now your what your health goal it might look totally different because mm. your life is reprioritized. So when I was in residency working crazy hours in the Pine yes. Barrens of Maine, my health goal was to drink the content of my water bottle um, before the end of the day. Oh, I love hearing that. It sounds like such a small goal, right? And yet such a critical element. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And I think that your health goals as an entrepreneur, they really should be able to adjust with your business. Right. And, and that's a little complicated, right? Because you are separate from your business, but you're, you're so intertwined that I think um, if, if your business is, is really, extremely busy and it requires more time and energy from you. I think your health goals should align. I think you getting your primary care should align. You should think about things like direct primary care, which is is the model that I do where it's kind of less of that, um, excuse my language, bull crap um, <laughs> of getting primary care. And, and so you can really focus on your business at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Such a great piece of advice. I really appreciate that. Um, and, and so let me just ask you, when you talk about holistic, what do you mean by this holistic piece? And how does that differ from other primary care physicians? Yes, yeah, so a holistic is just thinking about as a provider, as a physician, I think about the patient, not about just their physical health, right? So they might come in with mm, some acid reflux. And I could say, oh, well, that's just your stomach contracting and and not and letting the juice go up instead of down. So here's a pill, right? But if you find a primary care doctor who also does holistic medicine, they might say, well, we could put you on a pill for the rest of your life, or we could figure out what caused your disease. So is it... Um, the side that you're sleeping on, sleeping on your right side is actually better for acid reflux than your left. Is it the fact that you're eating too much mint, um, mint oh, wow. chocolate, those sorts of things? People don't, they think it's all fried food, but um, there's so many other, other uh, lifestyles. Yeah, you need to take that, Dr. Lack, you need to take that um, chocolate picture out <laughs> of the picture, right? Because that <laughs> one's just going to happen. Yeah, maybe I should mention that. That's too harsh a reality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't 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 be going down that road. Yeah, I'll, I'll stick with the mint. <laughs> yeah, stick with the mint. Um, yeah, <laughs> but it is. <coughs> so what I'm, I'm so sorry. So what I'm hearing is that um, it it's more than it, it's going to the root cause of the issue and thinking about maybe food being part of the um, diagnosis or part of the healing property in some ways. So if we either take food out or put certain foods in either way that it might mitigate or eliminate the, um, the acid reflux is what you're saying. A hundred percent. Right. And so, and so entrepreneurial listeners, I encourage you, if you are looking for a primary care doc, to find one who is willing to go to those depths with you, like look at your food, look at your lifestyle, mm. look at your physical activity to see if those could be contributing factors before you have to resort to surgery, before you have to resort to lifelong medications. Because, you know, if you can make little tweaks 
to your everyday life that's going to make big impacts on your health and your productivity and just your happiness, I think mm. it's worth doing. Yeah, yeah, so true, so true. And and you're also talking about what I hear you talking about with within your own entrepreneurial journey, you're speaking to us other entrepreneurs and saying, um, we can't just live in the business bubble. We have this other part, these other parts of ourselves. And so how do we have a more balanced life in general? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that, I think that, people's, including entrepreneurs, I think that their wellness is just as important to their business as their financial sheets. Oh, wow. Okay. Because if you are riddled with anxiety, if you are riddled, if, if you are bogged down by fatigue all day long, waiting months to see your doctor, um, that will make, that will make checking email hard. That will make engaging with clients exhausting. So engaging in your health will help your business. Mm. And that's what it takes for you to prioritize your health. Then think of it that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And we don't tend to think about it. I mean, well, let me rephrase. I am bad about thinking about those types of things, thinking about the those little steps that we need to take to keep ourselves healthy can go a long way. Yes, yes, agreed. And it's it's the little steps, right? Like it's like for myself, I you know, I don't always have time to to do huge health retreats or, or yeah. investments, right? Cuz cuz money's limited. I'm a new business owner and time right. is limited, right? And so I just do tiny little tweaks for what I do. I schedule things in. So I'll schedule my um, monthly massage like three months in advance. And so I'll be surprised when, when that day comes and I'll see that I have a massage at like 2 p.m. in the middle of my day because otherwise I would fill that slot right up real quick, right? Like I'd have plenty to do. So I schedule in advance so I don't mm. even have to worry about it. It's just a part of my life. Um, and it's just that little tweak Wow. Wow. And it's such an important thing. I've heard this repeatedly that if you don't schedule exercise in your day or a workout or something like that, that it literally won't happen, mm -hmm. that scheduling it and making it a part, making it habitual, basically, it becomes a part of you. Is mm -hmm. that what you're sort of alluding to or? Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think instead of just trying to add another thing onto your hundred list, a hundred item list, mm -hmm. instead to integrate it into your life, to make wellness and health a part of your everyday life. I think that's the way to go. It's less stressful that way. Yeah. So, so you schedule, schedule whatever wellness means to you. Um, yeah. I schedule every day at noon. I stop what I'm doing. Even though I could certainly work through lunch, I stop what I'm doing. I get on my computer. I go to a blank Word document, and I type out a reflection for the day. Less than three oh, seconds. Wow. Uh, not three seconds. Less than three sentences. And it just makes my mind, one, appreciate everything I did the morning, and two, gets to what you were saying earlier, which is reprioritize as a business owner. There's so many competing priorities, right? 
And through the span of the morning's work, things have changed in such a way that it's important to see again what feels like it should be the priority for the afternoon. Hmm. I really like you talking about doing a reflection journal or journaling in the middle of the day because we hear about it so much. It's the last thing you should be doing at night. Mm -hmm. And, you know, by the end of the evening, I find for myself, I'm exhausted. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I can't even focus half the time. I'm, I've done how much work throughout the day. I might have worked till 10 or 11 at night even. Mm-hmm. And then it's it's like, I'm just going to go and pass out. <laughs> you're, you're like, you're snoring before you even pick up the pen. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and so it's like, I, chocolate, you're ready to go to bed. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> chocolate and sleep. That sounds like a good combo. Um, <laughs> so I think about what you're talking about, and I, I feel like we are told, again, it's this information overload that we get, and that we're told to do certain things in a certain structure. And I'm hearing from you that we make our structure work for us rather than sort of complying with everyone else's structure. I like that. I like that. Because half the business people I know went into it for freedom, freedom of time, freedom of mind. And somewhere along the line of being in business, we forget (laughs) that we did it for freedom. So why not use that freedom and make the structure benefit us? Mm -hmm. So true. So true. And so what are some of the things that you would recommend or some of the, I guess, some of the the lessons you may have learned as an entrepreneur, if you will, in your journey so far? Mm. One of the biggest ones is to, that done is better than perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Which is hard because as entrepreneurs, our businesses are babies and we want them to be perfect. We want Mm. to raise them perfectly, but reality is not such in child rearing or in business. Yeah. Um, And that means that we'll make a a decision prematurely and we'll make the wrong decision. But to be able to have that flexibility to say, okay, I made the wrong decision. Where now do I go in this fork in the road is important. And to have, in addition to that, the humbleness to say, yeah, I messed up, but that doesn't mean I'm bad. That's not, that doesn't mean my business is um, impotent. It just means that I need to, I'll say the P word pivot and, Mm -hmm. um, and, and that's okay. And, and to just go with the flow. Yeah. Yeah. And I really like what you're saying that we aren't, um, we aren't stuck in that space in that sense of, um, first of all, even if we jump the gun and don't have it perfect, doesn't mean we're going to fail. But then that failure word has had such a negative connotation. But real true failure allows us to learn about ourselves and learn learn how to do things more effectively in the future, right? Mm-hmm. Agreed. I mean, I mean, when I kind of came to you and you were my business coach, I had, in a sense, failed, right? I'd opened up the clinic. It was 
perfect. It was a perfect clinic. The furniture looked beautiful. The EKG <laughs> was sparkling. And I didn't have patients right away. And in my mind, I did fail. Mm. But what you said to me was, I kind of went on this pity party, right? I was like, oh, I just, I just need some encouragement. I'm just feeling real down. And, and you, what you said was, okay, well, let's create a strategy, right? Mm. So, so sit in that suffering, sit in that, oh my gosh, I failed. Oh, that feels horrible. And then make a strategy to move forward and out of it. And if you don't have help, see Laura as your coach or see another <laughs> Well, so I allow you, I allowed you to have your feelings. I think that's really what that's about. It's like we, we so often are trying to move, well, let's solve the problem. And yes, there are solutions, but we also need to recognize and appreciate and value our experiences and our feelings as, as we go through this journey. But, um, I, I am kind of wondering if people wanted to reach out to you, how can they contact you? What are ways that they can contact you? Yeah, so you can look on my website and learn all about my own clinic, Direct Primary Care, which is an innovative model of healthcare where patients get direct access to me with a monthly affordable fee. And mm. if you have a specific question, you can email my direct email at Dr. D-O-C-T-O-R, lock, L-O-K, at riverrockclinic.com. And it will be me responding directly. Oh, nice. I like that personal touch. That's really great. Um, I, I really can't thank you enough. You've brought such illumination to how we need to take care of ourselves in order to move our businesses forward. So thank you so much. I really appreciate that. That was so valuable. Yeah. And thank you, Laura, for having this podcast where you connect entrepreneurs to each other's stories so we can learn and uh, get some strategies to move forward. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Well, and I want to thank you, the audience, for listening to The Mosaic Life with Laura W. You can listen to this episode again and get this great content or listen to other great hosts and their shows by going to bizradio.us and click on shows. Thanks so much for listening and have a great rest of your day. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you just heard, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and be sure to visit bizradio.us to find hundreds of other engaging conversations, local events, and more.